0: Hey everybody! This is Len, aka the Bat Tribble of Black Tribbles and Michelle Mission Fame, inviting you to check out Security Blanket, the podcast about HBO's Insecure. Ariel Johnson and Jasmine Carroll, famed of Malcolm Comics and Coffee House, sit down each and every week with Issa and Molly to go through the crazy insane adventures that they get into on this hit series. It doesn't matter if it has to deal with them dealing with Lawrence or Daniel or the Hotation or BJ's or even how do you get along with somebody named Frida. Issa and Molly are going insane every week and Ariel and Jasmine are there to make you feel comfortable getting through it like best friends do nice and comfy under the security blanket, the podcast about HBO's insecure available on Apple podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher radio, any place and every place that you find podcasts. Hey, you can just Google security blanket podcast. And it's the first thing that come up. Show them some love.
1: To our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation, you're listening to Go to Talk. Gotta Talk. We are here at 4327 Main Street in Mannyunk. The power is back on, so
0: that's good. That is good. Come and get your comics, ladies and gentlemen. We've got 30 three issues <laughs> of By Night, number three from Boombox. These can be yours at the ridiculously low price of, of $3.99. $3.99. <laughs> See what had happened was. <laughs>
1: Uh, I accidentally typed 30 when I meant to order three copies. <laughs> so, learn from me, kids. Don't do that. Um, I'm Johnny Destructo, a.k.a.
0: the Thwip Triple. Yo, what's up? Holla at your boy. This is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Triple.
1: And we had a listener come in. Leonard. Leonard <laughs> we? Part Six. Did um, we Jonathan? <laughs> uh, Jason, I believe his name was. I texted it to you so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> and yet what's you this? don't have it up. Wait, wait. No, no. It's coming. It's coming. Uh uh his name was Oh man, we had too many texts. Jason gotta, Brown. That's what I said. That's <laughs> Jason <laughs> Brown. He showed up. With his family in tow. Oh, really? I oh, just cool. hit puberty. <clears throat> with his family in tow. <laughs> uh, and it was very sweet. It was very nice to meet you. Thank you, Jason and Jason fam. Uh, Is but he local? Yes. Okay. He must cool. be because he placed an order that he's gonna pick up. So okay. locally. Um, So Oh, why did I? So uh, my name is the Thwip Tribble. My triple, triple designation is Thwip Tribble. And he expressed, I didn't know what you were saying
0: ah. when you said.
1: And he finally figured it out. It was like, oh, Thwip, Spider-Man, Thwip. Which is so. Anyone who doesn't know Thwip Tribble is because I'm a big. I keep popping my peas. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a big Spider-Man fan, and the sound effect that the webs make when mm-hmm. he fingers his web shooter is a uh, Thwip. T H W I P P.
0: Yes, and that, it should be known, that has been, like, historically, mm-hmm. I, I think, I don't know if it's maybe, like, in the first Spider-Man comic book, but not long after, uh, in Spider-Man comic books, whenever he would shoot his web, and you'd have a sound effect that they yep. would draw, it would say, Thwip, T-H-W-I-P. Um, I was, one of one of the ideas, I had
1: so many ideas for my comic shop, one of them was Thwip Comics or something, I was like, that's too esoteric, no one's going to get that and it doesn't really roll off the tongue. Um, comic stuff. What are your what are your favorite sound effects, which I think there's a, there's several that are specifically for comic book characters or sound effects?
0: Oh, really? Oh, wow. Um, Come on, man. I, I, I don't think about like the sound effects so much. However, I do think of the letterers. So I think of their style when they do sound effects. Oh, okay. And what I think of that I like um John Workman's lettering when he does, uh, I like his lettering. Period. But when he does sound effects, they're nice and fat, and I really man. like them.
1: I, I honestly, TBH, I don't. Uh, I don't, don't know about any. I never. No, no. Really? No, man. I don't. You don't think about letterers at all? No. I don't. I do when um, they're like drummers in a band or something, right? They're the backbones, Mm -hmm. and you don't really notice it's bad until, or no, you don't really notice it until it's bad. Or like, or uh, soundtrack in a in a movie, like a score in a movie. Mm -hmm. I don't really notice the score unless it's taking me out of the film, right? Uh, And I feel like that's the same with lettering. Like, if the lettering looks bad, I go, "Whoa, that's rotten." Yeah, for some reason, I don't pay attention. Like, I can tell good lettering from bad lettering, but I don't really pay attention if it's. Um, just lettering, you know what I mean? If it's just really just good, it's fine lettering. Um, but like, I can't believe you can't think of any sound effects. So we got thwip. I mean, this boom. No, man, we got. Well, snicked. not everybody can do it. Who snicked?
0: Oh, snicked. Okay, yes. That, you got uh, Bamf. Yeah, okay.
1: You got Nightcrawler's, Nightcrawler's signature Crawlers. Bamf, badass BAMF. motherfucker. You know, uh, you got Snicked from Wolverine when he pops his claws. You got yes. thwip from Spidey when he shoots his webs. Yes. I might have run out, but like, still, there's some good ones. <laughs> isn't there a sss? who else has one? This. Is a <laughs> You're
0: just isn't there a having a stroke? What are you doing? Like a, no, isn't there like a um. Uh, what what does it sound like when Superman uses his heat vision? I think. it... Oh, I don't know.
1: I want to say it's like a warm. I bet there are people out there who are screaming at their. Uh, iPods. Is that still a thing? Do people have
0: iPods? iPhones? Hey, here's a question. Is there a sound effects in Star Wars comic books when they light up the lightsaber? Cuz oh, everybody makes a a the sound. Like yeah. h- how would you spell that? I be- I would do All
1: right, if I had to sound effect a lightsaber. V R R R U M M. Vroom. vroom. Boom. <laughs> that's just that's the show. We're just going to be <laughs> roaming into the microphone. I'm looking through the Marvel uh see so he just turns it on and I don't see a sound effect.
0: Yeah. You know what you need? You need one of the older. You like the original run the Star. The Mar- yeah, the 70s. If they were going to have a sound effect. It would be in there. Yeah, you're right. You know, nowadays, you know, they, they they're too cool for sound effects. Um Yeah, you're right. How do you not have a sound effect for your lightsaber? Come on, man. I mean, that's like a classic sound everybody makes that everybody makes that noise, man. I'll
1: tell you what though. This is uh what's his nuts? Stuart Eminem drawing this? Oof. My man. This is some nice stuff. Well, Stuart Eminem, you know. Stuart Eminem, all day arid er, day.
0: All day air er, day, er all right, day. Alright, anyway,
1: so wait, what what were we talking about? <laughs> Yeah, see, like I did was talking. About,
0: I was talking about like how I like uh, John Workman's lettering. Yeah, like that's a little bit of John Workman. Oh letter. yeah, it's big. It's powerful, man. Mm-hmm. I see. That's all that '80s stuff.
1: Yeah. '80s Thor was that? Um, it is Thor. Um, Walt Simonson. Walt Simonson. There it is. Thank you. Um, hmm. Yeah, but he did some. He did some Superman.
0: He did some Superman. Kakaoom. He did DC. He did, he is the letterer behind. Um, uh, what was that? The DC classic book that Mike McNola did, Cosmic Odyssey.
1: Oh right, he's the yeah, letterer yeah, yeah, in that. Yeah, All right. Yeah, I don't pay attention to those guys for whatever reason. I know Chris Eliolopoulos.
0: Yeah, that's um, uh, Larson's. That's letterer. all I got. That's that's not the only one you know. You don't know. Um, well, you know. I know Blambot. Is that a right? You know Tom Ors. Orszaczowski. Orszaczowski. Yeah, I do know that. You're right. You're right. And you know, uh, John—I want to say his last name is Costanza, but I'm pretty sure it's not Costanza. Don't know who that is. But he's the—he's the—he's the. the, um, If you look up any uh, Alex Ross comic book, oh, he did it. He—he is uh, Alex Ross' preferred letterer.
1: Okay. Yeah, for some reason they just don't—I don't.
0: Don't do anything. They don't—they
1: don't. don't, uh, Yeah, they don't spark my fire. (laughs) <laughs> as the kids say <laughs>
0: these days that band does not spark my fire remember when um image started and yes. um comic craft got like yeah like their contract yeah, to yeah. letter all of their comics
1: maybe that's what i was thinking of was comic craft yeah yeah planbot are they different than comic craft they're right? different yeah 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 oh, i know a couple of letters or at least some studios that do lettering <laughs> i don't know uh, as an as a graphic designer, I have purchased uh, fonts from Blambot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, they were doing Elephant Men, right? Is that the same? Was that those dudes, or is that Comicraft? I Shit, think that I was Comicraft. Doesn't matter. Whatever.
0: <laughs> we got letters. Oh, we got letters. Oh, we, we got, got lots and lots and lots and lots of, lots of, and lots of, of letters.
1: letters. Um here's one. I'm bringing it up now you're you're about to hear it. It's gonna be great this one's for spoiler alert Shit. okay here's one from Christopher Goodnight called my fantastic Four cast slash pitch okay
0: so it's probably a pitch of a cast and the story
1: read the title Len. I blamed you for the Jessica Jones digital-only slash straight-to-trade paperback decision. It's all your fault. You're welcome. <clears throat> Sean Austin voiced Raphael on the, for the, uh, yeah, for, on the 2012 20 to 17 Nickelodeon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, it was Raphael.
1: Uh, based on your casting decisions, I came up with my own Fantastic Four. Well, I'm sure you did. Zach Guilford from Friday Night Lights as Reed Richards, 36 years old.
0: Hmm, that's a good one. Jesse
1: Plemons from Friday Night Lights. Ben Grimm, 30 years old. Britt Robertson as Sue Storm. She's 28, but she can still pass as 18 to 21. She usually plays a teenager, but she played a young mom in Mother's Day. And Logan Schroyer, 17-year-old Kevin from This Is Us as Johnny Storm was born in 1999 and is 19. Perfect age to be buddies with Spider-Man, and he looks the part of the young, arrogant hotshot. Okay. If they wanted, they could set their franchise in between Captain America and Captain Marvel and have the first or second movie set in the negative zone, where time passes differently there in explaining their absence in the universe till now. Give Wanda a no more barriers line at the end of Avengers 4 to explain their escape from the negative zone. The first movie should be Mole Man, just cause save doom for the final movie, but maybe use flashbacks to his and Reed's rivalry in the first two movies. That's my pitch. Chris Saint. Saucy, good night. can't wait for your thoughts on the Venom trailer. I really like that idea. Uh, what are you saying about um, having the Fantastic Four have take place in the negative zone? Because mm-hmm. why not? I don't think the No More Barriers thing would. I don't, yeah, I don't think. Th- I it. think Reed would just figure out a way to get back. Right. He's smart. He doesn't need magic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm down with that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool.
0: I, I, I'm down with that. The cast doesn't sound bad. Uh, I even like the idea of it maybe being the mole man. And you mm-hmm. could get away if you didn't want to do the negative zone, you could get away with them actually being on the trail of the mole man mm-hmm. underneath the earth.
1: Yeah. When yeah.
0: everything is going on. Mm-hmm. And if the earth tremors a little bit while they're down there, they just thinking that it's the mole man until they capture the mole man and realize like, oh, snap, it wasn't him. What would
1: you think? And this this is a bit of a stretch. But what would you think, Leonard, of the Fantastic Four already having been in existence in another reality, another dimension and then breaking through to ours and being trapped here?
0: I like it because it avoids having to go through the whole um, origin rigmarole, origin ri- rigmarole, and yeah. all that type of stuff. You know, they could basically like just say, "Yeah, we're a family of adventurers." You know, we, mm-hmm. you know, we got lucky, but it did not stop us stop our curiosity or whatever. Yeah, and you just keep it keep it moving.
1: I just I've, I keep seeing the origin story over and over and over again, and I don't want to anymore. Although, oh, uh, you know what? Side note. I have an employee. Her name is Rachel. She just, she is hired. She's a friend of mine. She's been a friend for a while. And um, I'm teaching her about comics and stuff. She needed a gig, so I'm helping her out. And uh, so I'm teaching her slowly about comics, and she reads a comic every shift. Uh, recently, she read the trade paperback for Spider Woman by Brian Michael Bendis and liked it a lot. Um, but, For years, I've been saying, Spider-Man and Superman, you don't need to show their origin stories. Same with Batman. You don't need one. Everyone knows Superman's origin story. Everyone knows Spider-Man's origin story. So on and so forth. But I was talking to her the other day, and I forget how it came up, but at some point she uttered the sentence, oh, I didn't know that Superman grew up on a farm. Mm. And I was flabbergasted. I, I couldn't hide my surprise at the fact that she did not know that. So it's... Interesting to me that there are people who don't know Superman's origin story.
0: Yeah, that that is interesting. Even though I think to the world at large, I honestly think this has always been the case with Superman. They think that he was, you know, from Krypton. Mm -hmm. They may or may not know that he came down as a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, But even if they do think that he came down as a baby... They figure he grew up, and next thing you know, he's in Metropolis. Yeah. So they figure everything else don't really matter. Right, yeah. He's in Metropolis with Lois Lane. Yeah. So it gets shorthanded that way. Yeah, you know, I guess like, you're right. Like Batman, it's like my, kid, my parents got killed, I put on a cape. Done. Done. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I was I was uh, amazed. That but, was cool. So thank you so much. I think that was a pretty good pitch from Christopher St. Saucy. Good night. Well done. Now, should we? Uh, can't wait for your thoughts on the Venom trailer. R- Len, had you seen the Venom trailer? I think this is Venom
0: trailer number three at this point. I have not seen the third Venom trailer because I've seen enough Venom trailers that I'm good.
1: Are you sure? You sure you don't want to see this trailer? Because we'll watch the trailer. I, I don't need to see the trailer. I kind of want you to see the trailer, Len.
0: But if you're good, if you're, we'll if be you right back want, okay. after this trailer. Yes! Len. Yo, what's up with Tom Hardy's voice in this movie? He keeps thing? doing that stuff, man.
1: He keeps, I mean, he keeps doing the voices. And
0: I <sighs> i saw a movie, and I, I, I i shouldn't have brought it up because I know I can't remember the name of it <laughs> because it's its him and it's, um, I think it's James Gandolfini. So it was, it was definitely a few years ago. Uh, and he plays, he's doing a Boston accent. Mm-hmm. And it's not a bad Boston accent, mm-hmm. but that may be the most I was able to understand the guy yeah. in a movie. Yep. Ever, yep. I, I can't understand what he's
1: saying. Yep. Even as so, we just watched the trailer, and even though he's playing Eddie Brock and Venom, uh, both, but it doesn't matter which time we see him, it's hard to understand what he's saying. He's he's putting on this weird accent as Eddie Brock, which. Comes across as uh, dumb. He doesn't seem like an intelligent person. Yeah. As far as as far as I'm concerned, he doesn't seem like a journalist. No, no. He seems Is he like, supposed to be a journalist. Yeah. In, the, in the movie. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, they even mentioned yeah mentioned in the trailer. That he's a journalist. And okay. Uh, so that doesn't come across. And then the Venom voice. I don't know if they're digitizing his voice or whatever, but I had to listen to it real close
0: to even pick up what he's.
1: Yeah, like Same. pancreas. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's what he's saying. And Venom sounds
0: smarter. Then, then yeah. Venom has a better vocabulary. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I like, like a, it. Like a turd in the wind. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it, man. I, mm. did, I mean, I, I'll say this: the special effects of Venom mm-hmm. are great. Yeah, they're yeah, good. Fine. You yeah. can't, I can't knock that.
1: But I didn't I, mind it in Spider-Man Three, the movie that never happened. like I didn't mind the mm, venom effects in that
0: nah, it was a like
1: different it. effect. It was less gooey, it was more uh solid yeah, I didn't but, like
0: that, but this one I kind of like, yeah, but that's about it. Mm. everything else about this movie just sounds insu and everything else about this movie just sounds insufferable. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch it because we're contractually obligated to watch all these comic book superhero-ish movies, but it just does not look good at all to me.
1: And then we got another another movie where it's just a Venom versus another Venom. Yeah,
0: was that, see, I was waiting for like, I actually was waiting for Carnage.
1: There are multiple Venoms in this movie. Um, or a symbiote, symbiotes. Yeah. And, uh, man, just... I, I don't care. There was, like, a CG scene in there at the end where the two symbiotes are fighting, and then they've, they're have they expanding themselves so that you can see the people underneath, mm-hmm. the two mm-hmm. humans. And it just... It reminds me of the Transformers, where you can't tell the Autobot from the Decepticon. It's yeah. just a box of knives fighting a box of spoons.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, this is, like... a Bucket of jelly fighting a bucket of jam.
0: I just don't I don't care. Why does every, I guess it's every movie now have a bridge. <laughs> it
1: does. It's an establishing shot, Len. You need to see that you're in a major metropolitan area
0: with a bridge. does so bridge <laughs> equals metropolitan area. You know
1: what they're doing? They're trying to bridge the gap between oh actor and audience. And so that is a visual representation of them reaching out to us with empathy and being like, come, come watch our movie. Come
0: to Cross our the movie. bridge
1: from hatred <laughs> into loving a movie that you're not going
0: to like. So, yeah. That's a bridge too far.
1: Yeah! That's our show. <laughs> we're done. Forever. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we're going to go see it.
0: Yeah, we're going to go see and it. And,
1: as you know, we were talking, I guess, well, yeah. Hopefully you edited all that out. Yes. Yeah. Um, what I said was, if I get basically uh, the Meg out of this, I'm fine with that, too. I just went and saw the Meg. The Meg, is it's fun, right? It's fun. It's a big, dumb, fun movie. I posted it on Facebook, because what I've been doing is I'll take the movie poster, and I'll put that in my uh, images folder, my, my photos folder, right. in Facebook, uh, you know, movies I've seen in 2018. And then I'll put a little star review or whatever. But my... Uh, my subtitle or whatever I is was two stars. Yeah, I gave it two stars, but it was a fun two stars.
0: Oh, why'd you give it? so? That's, I'm assuming it's two out of four. Two out of five. Two out of five? You two only gave it two out of five? Yeah, because it's not a good movie. It's a good movie.
1: It's not a movie that I'm comfortable giving more than two stars to. How about that? It's a good movie. Is it,
0: though? It, it's entertaining. It's entertaining? Yes. It's very entertaining. Go on. It's fun. Yeah, okay. It's You these. know, the people that are acting in it, you know, they're having a ball. You can tell they're having fun in the movie, uh-huh. you know? And the story, you know, is linear. <laughs> it begins and <laughs> uh, then ends, uh, yeah. you know, with stuff happening in the middle of it there. Yeah, yeah. You know? You know what? You're right. <laughs> it was
1: linear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was cute. It was it was fine. You know, I'd seen the things that Jason Statham was upset that it wasn't quite the movie he signed on for. He wanted it to be like this sort of really brutal, um, violent film mm-hmm. uh, with more blood. And you don't really get a lot of blood for a movie about a giant monster eating people. You don't. But uh, I'm also fine with that. I don't care. I thought it was solid enough that I didn't need gore to make it
0: better. You yeah, know? I thought so. there was enough. Oh, and implied gore yeah, in the movie. People got eight. Yeah, people got eight, but there was a, a huge balloon gets popped. Who did? Yep. And it was pretty cool. Can't argue with that. I enjoyed it. I mean, but you're still only giving it two stars. Yeah, it's fine. No, it's not. Yeah, it's good. It's you should good. at least give it two and a half. Why? That's a halfway point, halfway point to five.
1: Well, yeah, but it's not that good.
0: But what's not good about it?
1: Uh... What's not good about it? The dialogue. um, What do you mean the
0: dialogue's not good? Dialogue wasn't good. It's Megalodon. (laughs) You're just just arguing with me to argue with me. And you're not even making salient points. You're just saying words. It was funny. There was was funny bits in the the script about how the, how the, the one black guy, he's just worried. He's like, yo, man. Oh, he was so annoying, but he wasn't annoying because you know, one thing that he said that you never hear in these movies was that he got upset at the hero. Mm-hmm. And he got upset about the hero. Usually, you hear that you get upset about the hero because, oh man, you're going off on your own, man, and and you know, man, you shouldn't be doing that, It'll ride it out with us or whatever. No, he got upset at the hero because the hero. Got his friends killed. Oh yeah! And you never hear that. That's true. You never hear yeah. that. Really stuck with me that, that he pointed it out. And for the rest of the movie, that's what he was about. He was mm-hmm. like, "Dang, you know, it was, these were my friends. These yeah. were my these was, these were my dudes. They, you know, I've been here on this on this rig for like a year, and these these are the guys that got me through. Mm-hmm. And now they're gone. And he he lamented that loss. Yeah, I like You that. know what I mean? I, I that's good dialogue. That's a good script. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright <laughs> uh, Do we have another email? I bet we do yes, I bet we, we have like
0: six We've <laughs> got another email This one is from uh, This is from You can um, do it Rodolfo oh. Of 10,000worlds.org Messieurs Len and JD First and foremost, thank you for making Gutter Talk. Aww. Whenever a new episode appears on my gizmo, I move it near the top of my listening queue. As soon as I start to hear those jazzy tunes from that old Spider-Man cartoon, my day gets a little brighter. No. Now permit me, if you will, to risk getting called a coconut by my contemporaries as I attempt to defend the memory of an old dead white guy author named J.R.R. Tolkien.
1: <sighs>
0: Johnny was more than just a cunning linguist, but a full Oxford professor of literature. So there, So if there was an anti-Semitic origin to the Luton or goblins of French fairy tales, he would have probably known it. However, the goblins of Middle Earth don't really reflect Muslim or Jewish racial stereotypes of then or now. The dwarves, whose kings occasionally went gold crazy, fit one Jewish stereotype, but the species as whole exhibits more positive traits, such as industriousness and stoicism. Stoicism. That too. So they're not a good fit either. In short, there's much more evidence of racist thinking in the actual text of H.P. Lovecraft's story than anything I've read from Professor T. Hmm. I've lived long enough to have people give me the Marxist, feminist, and environmentalist readings of Tolkien. I've had military historians tell me Sauron was a stand-in for Hitler, and counterculture types tell me that old J.R.R., must have written the Celemarian while tripping. This makes me think that like Luke Skywalker entering the dark side tree on Dagobah, some of what we get out of books is what we bring with us. Hmm. If goblins were deliberately created as a racist symbol 700 plus years ago, I can't think of any author who actually used them as such in the 20th century or 21st centuries. However, symbols change across time and culture again and again. So perhaps I'm about to start running into people who now see racism when they encounter Tolkien's goblins. Perhaps I'll be able to avoid those people until, say, a post-human reading of the Lord of the Rings becomes in vogue. Just my two centavos. Thanks again for all you do. Between you and some other Philly area podcast, I get the impression that your town is a magical place. All the best. Rodolfo Ten Thousand Worlds.org. Thank you so much. Um, okay, good.
1: All right. Yeah, Because yeah, when someone had said that there were a lot of these like specific uh, readings of these characters, I was like, "Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't know about these things." So um, I guess it just depends on your reading. And I think, uh, as with many things, uh, what you bring with you definitely affects your reading. Yeah, of certain. It, it yeah. does.
0: So I never, you know, people that said that about Tolkien's writing, that was like, "Oh, okay." So it just goes back in into the quiver, but you know, didn't change my reading of it. Mm-hmm. You know that the books were too long, and um, I didn't really care about the books. I liked the movies, and that's what counted.
1: Yeah, I couldn't do the books. No. I tried too many songs, I'm reading too many songs. I can't do it. <laughs> For some reason, I just I, I got a couple pages in, and I was like, "This is I'm um, this is I'm still reading a song." All right, I'm done. Uh, I have another email about the same thing. Okay, this is from Gene Howard. Hello again! I was just listening to your latest episode where the subject of Tolkien came up. I've been a long-time fan of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, so it would make me sad to think of Tolkien as a racist. I can't attest to his actual opinions since I never knew the man, but I can offer an alternative perspective based on his writings. Okay. I think the issue is that Tolkien wrote in a way that is applicable, to use his words. Uh, applicable? Tolkien hated allegory, the idea that aspects of a story have a direct real-world correlation. Story point point A equals real-world point B. Mm. He felt this was the author exhorting too much control over the readers. Tolkien wanted the readers to draw connections on their own. That is why some readers can see Frodo and Sam's relationship as a gay relationship, or that the story is about nature versus technology, East versus West, and so forth. Mm. For example, Nazi Germany certainly read things into Tolkien's writings. When they wanted to publish his stories, they wanted proof of Tolkien's Aryan ancestry. In a book collecting Tolkien's personal correspondence, he actually took the publishers to task for insinuating having Jewish blood made someone or something less worthy. Could I be wrong? Certainly. I've never suffered the injustice of racism and admit I sometimes view the world through rose-colored glasses where no one actually hates people that are different. Hopefully that is not the case here. Moving on to other topics, I agree that Titans is too dark. I think it's the wrong tone to take with these characters specifically. I appreciate your thoughts on the She-Ra redesign. I, for one, think it works. It makes her look strong and confident, traits I associate with the character. I'm looking forward to watching it with my daughter. JD, last time I wrote in, I forgot to congratulate you on the new store location. Maybe one day I can take a trip to PA and stop by keep up the great podcast thanks dean howard yeah yeah he didn't actually write that i'm just adding that um so yeah uh then i i guess maybe there isn't that I, we're getting a lot of a backlash about the the racism and the sexism
0: and all that in tolkien so right well but but i don't see it as backlash well, i see back- it as like you said that you know it's like people it all depends on the lens mm-hmm. through which you are looking at it you know uh I agree with him about Titans, um, but if you want a lighter fare of Titans, go see Titans, Teen Titans Go to the movies, which is in the movies. Well, it was. I think it's actually left already. Because already? No. It was not a hit. Wasn't it? No. I oh, don't believe, I thought it was. I do not believe it has been a hit. Oh, jeez. I believe it has not been um, well received. Well received by the by the public, or at least they're not going. You know, they feel like, oh, I can get it for free on Cartoon Network. Why Mm -hmm. am I going to pay like $20 to take y'all out of the house Mm -hmm. when they're marathoning it on Cartoon Network?
1: Yeah, I I saw a lot of complaints online that uh, Cartoon Network just plays Teen Titans Go all the time. They do. Yeah. You know. Uh, And I've tried. I don't know if we talked about it, but I went and saw Teen Titans Go. And uh, when I went home, I was like, you know what, let me try the the TV show again because a lot of people who are uh, saying it's great I'm like, no no it's not just for kids it's great it's got a bunch of stuff in it and uh yeah I got maybe three episodes in and I just went I don't I can't I don't I can't care about this
0: and that's fine you don't have to care about like I don't care about the show either but um I like the movie I thought there was enough jokes in there to you know for to keep my attention mm-hmm. uh they kept killing the atom I thought that hilarious. was killer yeah i I am I'm, I'm with that right there and um
1: there is a bit where uh, they start messing with the origins of different superheroes, mm-hmm. and some of it got pretty dark. And that's probably when I laughed the most.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that was especially when they have to, they actually have to reset so that the the heroes actually you know come to play, mm-hmm. come to pass, which means that they have to push the ways back into the alley. Um, the movie has made thirty million dollars. Oh. Uh, all together, uh, and it made $10 million on its opening weekend. It opened as, like, number five. So, I mean, it's probably doing—let's let's put it this way. It's probably going to make his money back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. It was cute. It was whatever. I don't ever need to watch a Teen Titans go again. My favorite part was at the very, very end uh, during the mid-credit sequence where the regular, the original Teen Titans showed up and were like, I think we found a way to get back. So uh, that was the
0: part I was stoked about. I did not know because I didn't watch that show to the end. Mm -hmm. You know, I always appreciated it, but I just didn't follow it. I didn't know that it never had a true finale. Yeah. Like it, it basically ended on a cliffhanger. Did it? I don't remember. It's been so long. Yeah, they were fighting like some sludge monster or something like that. Oh. And Beast Boy had just seen somebody who he thinks is Terra. Oh, okay. And then, and then there were none.
1: Oh. And then there was a movie, wasn't there? Was that? I was that in that, the middle of the show. No, I, think the, I think the movie
0: came after it, but the movie doesn't pick up from there. Oh, that's it, dumb. It's like it, it's like a whole other story. It
1: was Teen Titans go to Tokyo or something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like a whole original um, story.
1: But, uh, well, thank you so much, Dean Howard. I uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Um, oh, and She-Ra, yeah. We agree with you agreeing
0: with us. We'll say that. Thank you. Next up on the email hit parade is Ben Fiore, who does some Fantastic Four fan casting of his own. Hey, guys, I'll keep this quick. I loved your attempt at fan casting Marvel's first family, hems and halls, and all.
1: (laughs) Hold on, hold on a second, hold on. So I haven't listened to the episode. Did you Did you leave in all the hems and halls?
0: I I left a few. (laughs) How dare you! Well, I had to. All right, good. We we have to bring them into the world. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, I like to posit my own lineup that I think could work well. Okay. Thinking about the younger casting, mid twenties, I think there's some potential pulls from the current young X-Men actors. Hmm. For one, I think that Nicholas Holt, well known for playing Beast, would make an excellent young Reed Richards. He's already proved he can play smart, and I don't think adapting adding aloof would be a stretch.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: stretch for Sue Storm. It's a pun. I I see where he's going. For Sue Storm, another young actress that I would love to see fit into the MCU somewhere is Emma Roberts. She's blonde already, very cute, and can play smart and down-to-earth with ease. As for the big orange guy, I started thinking about... No, that's the wrong orange guy. I started thinking about who would look good and fit on his own, but also has proved able to do mocap and physical roles. The first guy who sprung to mind is Darth Vader's own secret apprentice from the Force Unleashed, Sam Witwer. In addition to that role, he's also done well as a vampire in the U.S. version of being human and played at a slightly rocky Monster before mm-hmm. in his role as Doomsday in Smallville. While a bit older, I think he can easily play younger than he is. So, does that dude who always looks like he's wearing uh, eyeliner even when he isn't? I don't know. Is, yeah. that, is that him?
1: Yeah. yeah I always wondered if he's wearing makeup or not. Really? Yeah.
0: So, he's got like a Johnny Depp look because Johnny Depp always looks like he's wearing eyeliner.
1: Well, he actually is wearing eyeliner. I think this guy just has a. Uh, Eyelashes thick enough that it looks like he's wearing eyeliner. Ooh. Interesting, yeah.
0: Ooh, pretty. Rounding things out with Johnny Storm. Once I locked into Sam Witwer, I naturally fell to his being human co-star Sam Huntington as a perfect, immature older brother to Sue and friendly antagonist to Ben. I know this goes against Len's older, more established version, but I think that if part of the future of the MCU is to cycle out some of the older legacy heroes they've accrued, I think it seems likely that they'll want to inject some younger blood to carry things forward. Plus, by starting with them younger, they'd have a lot more runway to stay in it for a good decade or so. As much as I'd love to hear your thoughts on X-Men recasting, I won't hold my breath as that is a Herculean task. Though I think finding a sensible way to suddenly have mutants in the MCU when they never had it before is in itself going to be a hard sell if Disney decides they want to go that route. But I have faith in Fig as he has yet to steer things wrong in my humble opinion. Final thoughts. I'd like to hear your thoughts on Ruby Rose being cast as the Arrow vs. Batwoman. I'm on board. As well as on DC announcing a Supergirl movie in the works while the show is still going strong. I'm less on board. Patient and loyal listener Beardiac out. Word. Thanks Beardiac. That's a a good email. If you are a fan of uh, Batwoman then you will want to be following me on Instagram, well, not me specifically, but Batman Whiteboard Hmm. on Instagram because um, with today's posting, which went up the same day that this show will go up, maybe, uh, Batwoman is making her claim to take Batman's place on the whiteboard. What?
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Yes. I like it. Ruby Rose. Oh, I do too.
1: I like it. I saw that. and I went. Well, that's perfect.
0: Yeah, I, that I, looks badass. I liked Ruby Rose the first time I came across her was um, I think either season two or three of Orange Is the New Black, and I was like, "Yo, I am I like this character. I like this this character. I like. I'm liking this actress." Mm-hmm. I've since seen her in John Wick Two. She was doing work in that, and then she shows up in the, the Meg. Meg.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think she's fine. I I can't really say that she's done enough work that I could go, she is a really solid actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at no point have I seen her in a movie and been like, ah, jeez. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, I can't swear by her acting ability. But when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty perfect.
0: Maybe now, it's her look. Her look is definitely. Uh, yeah, I don't her, know if it's her aura, her aura. Yeah, being, I think her, her aura. Yeah. She has resistance. She's made more of a presence in the limited, you know, film, amount of work that she's had yes. than, say, Gal Gadot did mm-hmm. in her limited work before
1: being Wonder Woman. B-
0: before being Wonder Woman, but but look how she did there. That's so, a good point. Yeah,
1: I think when Wonder Woman got cast, a lot of people went, "Who?"
0: Yeah, the, but the, a lot of
1: everyone's going, "Oh yeah, the chick that died <laughs> in know, Fast that, and the
0: Furious that nobody seemed to care about."
1: Yeah. Um, and the one—oh, so, you know, of course, I made the mistake of clicking into the comments. Whenever, you know, I see—I scroll on Facebook, and I see that uh, CBR, or one of those sites, has reported that Ruby Rose is taking over as—or uh, not taking over, but, you know, becoming Batwoman. And uh, my favorite is all of the, the dummies who are like, oh, this is more of them pushing their liberal agenda on us and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mother—do you, you not realize that the character is gay? yeah like it's she's a gay woman the character just is a gay woman exactly it's not like they took a straight character and all of a sudden they were just like gave it to a lesbian actress or something so silly but it was just fun to watch those people who don't read the books who mm-hmm. don't understand the characters having a hissy fit so um yeah man when i saw it i went well okay i couldn't have picked a better you know it's one of those things if we were casting somebody i would have gone like had you brought that up i'm like ah i should have thought of that it's such yeah, a perfect, you know what I mean?
0: Because me I don't think I, am definitely sure she wouldn't have been my first thought. Nah, but uh-uh. but when you say it, it's like oh, okay. oh well, of course. Yeah, you know. So, so I'm with it. The whole Supergirl thing, because mm. you know I I, you know I don't watch the CW shows anymore, but I try to stay at least a little bit in tune to what's going on, and it sounds like they're trying to make her more of the figurehead of that universe wow. or certainly maybe more of a, a figurehead in that universe and I think that which makes sense because you know I believe they more or less I believe the writing on the walls that this may more or less be arrows last season. Oh really? Yeah. So I think you know th- they're trying to, you know, has their bets, you know, naturally there's the Flash, mm-hmm. but you also do have Supergirl which is a good show, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so maybe trying to build her up a little bit. I I don't know if I don't know if I see her ready for um, a movie like a feature film.
1: Oh, I don't. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong. I don't think that they're looking for her to be Supergirl in the film.
0: Oh, they're just doing a Supergirl movie, just
1: like they're doing a Flash movie, oh, well, but without Grant Gustin.
0: Oh well. See now, that's dumb. Yeah. yeah, that's dumb. That's dumb. That's that. See, that's and dumb. That's dumb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going for Melissa Benoist to be the big screen. Very rarely do these actors, the TV actors, make the jump with the same character to a big screen. You know what I mean? It's not like they got...
0: Right, but, I, but what I was hoping for was that maybe what they were more talking about was a... Old-fashioned TV movie. No, you know, no, no. The,
1: They're looking to make like a big-budget Supergirl film.
0: Oh, probably to play off the whole other, um, because when he goes to the right. fortress in Man of Steel, he's got the other like yep. pod there or something like. Oh, that's dumb. I, don't I mean, know. I mean, the pod is there, so the story obviously was an was a a forethought, but I think that introduce first of all. All right, let's put it this way. If you want to introduce whoever was in that pod, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And if that person was a girl, maybe a blonde girl, that's fine.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Are you about to say you're going to
0: introduce a blonde Kryptonian and not make it Supergirl? Is that where you're heading? No, but I'm saying if you're going to do that, don't put it in a Supergirl movie. Put Put it in Man of Steel, number two. That's what I'm saying.
1: Uh, are they still making that? Well, are they whatever still doing the next more Superman, Superman movie. movies with that dude? Well, well I would. All right. Um, I think they owe it to Brandon. Him. Showed up. Brandon's here from the uh, our fan favorite segment, Brandon Ask
0: Us. Yes.
1: Uh, and he's showing us something on, I guess it was posted 21 hours ago on comicbookmovie.com. Zack Snyder claims the open pod in Man of Steel wasn't. Hitting at hinting at Supergirl.
0: Yeah, I read that somewhere. But here's the thing, it don't matter, cause Zack yeah, Snyder if they, is not part of it anymore. How? So
1: why? 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 No. Why would he be? No. No. Why do they keep posting news articles about what he said was going to happen? Why do these keep being
0: news clicks? Why is this a thing, w- Brandon? Uh real quick, we'll give you a, a microphone in a second, but real quick, when you saw that, what did you do?
2: I mean, I didn't really care, but yeah, I don't know. It didn't really matter to me, but I think like it makes sense cuz when um when anyone leaves something, they always say like what they were planning to do, and everyone like still cares, I think.
1: Yeah, but did you read the article? I read a little bit of it. I heard that. He clicked it. He did click it. It's clickbait. What I'm saying is that could have been one article where he listed out all this stuff that didn't happen and was supposed to happen and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, there's just little nuggets getting dropped. Oh, trust me, he probably had one interview, but that's oh, the you hold off on it. Isaac. So here's what I have to say, internet. Stop it with the Zack Snyder BS. No one, stop it. I don't care. No one cares. You shouldn't care because it's never going to happen. So why do you care? Stop. It's done. It's over.
0: And no offense, who cares about Zack Snyder's ideas? Because his movies weren't good. <laughs> they were just okay. They had they had big problem areas in the best of them, mm-hmm. and the best of them being Man of Steel. Everything else was not good. Yeah. So I don't care what he says. Go be with your family, dude. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Sir, play that fan favorite game show. Brandon, Brandon ask, ask us with Brandon.
2: Brandon, yay! Brandon, yay! yay. Just for
1: I love that you're doing the show while eating a Snickers bar, Len. He needs it. He's not him
2: when he's not. That's true. What's the thing? I forget the quote. <laughs> Without it, I'm JD. Oh no! Ooh, Ooh okay this works because we were just talking about Namor.
0: Um. Oh, yes. We were talking about Namor with a customer that came in here. I don't know.
2: This doesn't relate
0: to a Namor that much. an unhealthy affection for Prince Namor. Eh. I don't understand it. What did your best friend do to you, Brandon?
1: <laughs> Brandon, tell us what your best friend did to you. Bad things. Bad
2: things? Illuminati. What do you think about it? That's the question <laughs> Your the best friend's in the
0: Illuminati? I mean, sure, why not? Well, what are you doing here if your best have friend's Have you in heard Illuminati? Chance the
2: Rapper's song, I, need secu- I Might Need Security? No nope. Because it is great You might need help So Definitely. let me, tell you, so let me y- ask you, what's you your have best a friend's name? for me? Because I don't name? have one anymore right I had here. one at school What's his name? But then like, name? I couldn't because school ended
0: What's your best friend's name?
2: I you, called him Izzy
1: do you Izzy? Guys, do you guys know that we're recording a show right now? Yeah Oh, okay
2: Izzy, that's his name? Oh wait! I shouldn't have said that. His name's Isaiah, but I call him Izzy. But I feel like making it that specific really narrows things down.
0: <laughs> Why? That's kind of cool. So what did what did he do to you? I yeah, won't we'll do this Why are you right no now? longer best friends?
2: Well, so if oh gosh, it's such a long story.
0: Oh well, JD's we don't have time for that. <laughs> all right, so let's go with Brandon. Ask us, ask us a question, Brandon. Okay, so
2: <laughs> now Len got me all flustered that and i feel like he's going to cut most of that out but i want you guys to know that he got me all flustered <laughs> he probably won't That's eh, it's I fine won't. <laughs> i would have but <laughs> now i won't um, what about so the illuminati my question was if you were to make a new or old illuminati for marvel or dc who would be in it so like it doesn't have to be like the current era like it could be like the 60s illuminati or the 70s or 80s or 90s and it could be for marvel or dc
0: it remind me what the illuminati was supposed to be they were characters in Marvel
2: who were like the smartest and the most like influential, mm-hmm. and they worked behind the scenes to make, to guide, the universe in the way they wanted it to go. So the main thing that people know them for, is that they're the ones who sent Hulk to that other planet because they were like he's too yeah big for a Planet deal. Hulk yeah yeah.
0: So that's the, that's the big thing they're known for. That's the main thing I know them for. And the Illuminati, if I remember the comic book cover, it was. <laughs> Uh, Tony Stark, Reed Richards, uh, Black Panther, Doctor Dr. Strange, Strange yeah. and Submariner. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. But what I was thinking is like I don't necessarily Did you know Professor X. Oh uh, yeah.
0: Oh, he's he in, was there too. in there too. Was, right,
2: but that's wasn't my he thing. Dead. It was just his angel.
1: It was one of the times where he I think, wasn't
2: dead. I think in the new one, like Beast was in it or something. But that's my point. Is that yeah. now like I wouldn't necessarily Beast. consider Professor X one of the most influential people, or like Namor. So who would you consider to be that? Now, well, someone or wouldn't be beast, yeah, but he's smart. <laughs> he was there to like represent the but mutants, influential, I think. yeah, but also like, like people who you think would be good at guiding the universe properly. Beast, listen, I didn't pick the team, <laughs> Hickman did, and like I said, it doesn't have to be now. Like, if you want to say, like, when comics started, who do you think it would be, or something like that, or it could be from when you were kids, maybe you think it would be
0: other, it would be different people. Here's the new Illuminati. Moon Girl, RiRi, Shuri. Boom. Done. Let's keep moving. Shuri? Yes. I don't think I've seen Shuri in anything. Well, take her from the com- You'll from see the her movie. in Shuri
1: number one <laughs> when her new comic starts up. There you go. But also, so in the comic books, Shuri is a different character than That's she is That's true, because she's
0: older, right? Yeah, and yeah. she isn't,
1: like, wicked smart like she is...
0: Well, trust me. they'll find. There'll be a storyline... That will de-age her uh-huh. to be exactly as she is depicted. There won't even yeah, be a the storyline. They'll do like Supergirl, and they'll just start a new
2: number one, and suddenly she'll be a kid in high school. Yep. Sometimes I hate comics.
1: <laughs> Sometimes you hate comics. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes I love them.
0: Because I actually was just reading an article that referenced um, it was it was referencing the latest Batman number fifty three. Yeah. And how. Batman in there in this trial of Mister Freeze has decided. Spoiler alert for you, all of you that are following this comic, that he's going to be going back to his old costume. Oh, that's it. Yes, that's the big spoiler. Yeah, that's the old. That's the entire spoiler. That he's going back. That to makes his sense. Old
2: costume. Oh, because Doomsday Clock is supposed to be two years in the future, and he has a different, a slightly different costume with the, like the. Thank you.
1: So wait, Doomsday Clock is two years in the future?
2: Well, when it came out, it was supposed to be, but it was also supposed to only be a year long at that time. So
1: I don't really know. I was wondering, because we were talking about it on the other show, and we weren't privy to that information. Mm -hmm. We didn't hear that. So when we were talking on uh, spoiler alert, um, we were like, why does this have nothing to do with anything that's going on in the DC universe? I didn't realize this was a future story. Yeah. That's cool. So we're working up to it. That's cool. Which is
2: weird, though, because who knows how that's going to go now? Because when they decided Doomsday Clock... They almost definitely didn't know Bendis was going to come in. Right. So, and since it's supposed to be Superman versus Dr. Manhattan, like, how's that going to work? Mm-hmm. So, who knows? We'll see.
0: But the point I was getting up to is that in this story on CBR where they were referencing Batman Batman, and him going back to his old costume, and I should note that the old costume he's going back to, I think, is, is not with the yellow circle. It's just the black black regular bat, and then he's got, like, the pouches on his belt. Um He, uh, they reference that this will be Batman's, you know, first, you know, costume change since he, the most recent costume change, which took place in Batman number 51 from 2016, which was the final story in the Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo arc. That was Batman number 51, which took place in 2016. (laughs) We're now in 2018, and that was referenced in Batman number 53. Why? Because comics keep freaking rebooting themselves. To be fair, they're not rebooting. I mean,
2: the last reboot was like was they just ren- two years. Stop. First
1: of all, <laughs> careful how you're manhandling this comic book, man. This uh, is this is Brandon's. He's got to pay for it. Um, <laughs> Res-
0: after that, I can do it. Respect it, you son of a... The last so, reboot was like, what, almost 10 years ago, though, well, Okay, whatever they're doing, they keep renumbering. Yeah. It annoys me. Does, 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 doesn't that annoy other, anybody else? It annoys everybody. Okay.
2: I just like that DC, they're doing it less than Marvel, though. Marvel, at one point, was doing like one every year. They were doing a new number That's one. True.
0: That's Stop true. Stop it. I agree. I agree, yeah. Because one, one is doing it a, a, a smidgen less than the other. Stop!
1: Actually, that makes me want to check up on something while I'm while I'm thinking of it. Uh, remember when Marvel did the fresh start a couple months ago? Yes. And they had the new numbering as well as the old, old numbering. Old numbering, right. The legacy numbering, still on it. Thor number four came out today. And it's Thor number four, but then the legacy is number 710. Just do that. Yeah. Everybody. Marvel, DC, just give us the new numbering with the legacy numbering. Everybody's happy, and then Lynn can shut the hell up. Or just do About what the um... books he doesn't read anyway.
0: <laughs> I was waiting for that. What was I going to say? That was your Randy moment for the day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I liked what, uh,
2: what, who wrote Invincible? Robert Kirkman. Yeah, Kirkman. Every, like, every thi- like, issue that ended in one, he always made the number one really big. And I thought that was real fun. Yeah,
1: that was pretty cute. Yeah, I like that too. Um, so yeah, anyway
2: You got another question? Not really, I have one but I think it should be like a longer
0: Thing, okay. I don't know if we have time Well, I mean, okay I mean I can think of another question No, if you don't have one, I don't want to force your issue That's fine No. Can me we and take JD a... have been talking for a
2: minute Can we pause and then I can come back in like a well, minute We're not pausing Well then we don't need uh, to pause, we'll just have a good JD's conversation broken. While I think <laughs> Man, you were just eating a Snickers bar <laughs>
1: Well, to be honest, the only reason I'm not eating a Snickers bar right now is because I don't have any more uh, Snickers
0: almonds. I, I, you know what? That's I went jam. there wanting the Snickers almond. Yeah, yeah. You and did. Then I was like, now. Those like, are the best of the Snickers. I got one. I've got a. You got a Snickers almond? Where? Oh, no. I want you better you got have, to have get two. two. You I'm, I'm allergic to nuts. nuts. I
1: don't. <laughs> you <about> to get <laughs> <laughs> um, one.
2: Oh, really, I don't necessarily know what that means
1: means about to go rifling through your pockets. Okay. It's There's a verb, much son. <laughs> um. Why are we so sassy all of it, sudden? You know why? Because it's freaking hot. It is hot. It's My air conditioning busted. There's flies everywhere. We're like a horse corpse here. Yeah.
0: Swatting away <laughs> these it's flies. It's like the Walking Dead in this zone. all these flies Damn. buzzing around. <laughs> Brandon's really, got a like, fresh cut.
1: Oh, he does oh, look good. Oh, now you
2: recognize it. Brandon looks a friend came in, you guys don't know, and Len immediately was like, Nice haircut took JD mentioning it for him to mention my haircut. Shows where I stand, guys. You know,
1: what, you know what I don't appreciate is that I didn't get any props just now for recognizing your haircut. I said I thank you. I was used as a propelling board so you can make fun of Len. Because you said it and then I said thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So I'm mocking
0: Len Great. And congratulating what? JD. Thank you. <laughs> What's your question? Do you want me to bring up your woman troubles on the show? Sure. Oh, why yeah, not? Having, Let's do it. Woman troubles? He's having woman troubles. Oh. What was my
2: question? He doesn't oh. know
0: what to do with this woman that he used to light back in uh High school. Well, high school. If you only
1: liked her college. back in high school, why is it a question now?
0: Because he's reconnected with her. Huh? They've reunited oh. and it, it feels, feels so, so good.
1: Eh. Well wow, so, so meh. It feels so
2: meh. Now I can never tell friends, hey I was on this podcast, you should listen to it. What's her name? It's um Rogue. And her I'm name is Hannah. Gambit. Hannah. Whoa. Woof. <laughs> now I absolutely can't tell Red you. Because, like, Why can't you because all of my friends know so much about this whole thing that if they hear that I was bringing it up in, like to other people, it would just get be a whole topic. What? They will want to hear, like, what did they think? So, when you don't play video games that much. I but don't play video games at all. JD's yeah. real excited for Spider-Man PS4. Yeah, yeah. Which I have, I
0: have seen the gameplay of. It does mm. look pretty cool.
2: So my question is, for JD, what... I mean, I guess Spider-Man. I was going to say, what character would you most want a game for?
1: Oh, whos who doesn't already have a game?
2: Yeah. Invincible. And then, wait, for when, it was going to be... No, because he doesn't... He's not a... He won't, That's good. Invin- Invincible is a good because, one.
0: Because Invincible could just be like blood red <laughs> Yeah. the whole... They could do that thing
1: where, like, the blood hits the camera, the quote-unquote camera.
0: As he flies through people. Yeah.
1: Chops them in half.
2: I always think, in general, I don't like games where, with super, super super-powered people, because I feel like it always ends up feeling like they're underpowered. Yeah. Because you can't, like, The Flash, you can't have a character run faster than light. That's a boring game. Yeah. So it'll feel like, why is he so slow? So I'm always nervous about those. But my question for Len was, what game character, like, if there was a game made of a character, what character would it be that would make you that would get you excited
0: Yeah. none of them would get me excited because I just don't video games just don't do it for me but it would be cool to see if they could again I'm sorry to <laughs> put the world of, of Invincible into a video game because there are aspects of Invincible that feel like a freaking video game however to yeah. your point of a Invincible being maybe a bit too powerful then I would say Savage Dragon the Savage Dragon's world. Oh, that is would be so just fun. That would be so world. fun. And it goes cosmic, and it goes like, uh, like street level yeah. as well. Oh man. And he's just big, dumb, strong. It's not like super powered.
1: You know what would be cool? Uh, I wouldn't mind a Daredevil game.
0: Same. But wouldn't a Daredevil game start to feel a lot Batmanish? Yeah. Yeah, but what's the problem with that? Well, I mean, then you
2: just
1: why not just get Batman? Because they stopped making those, and I want more. <laughs> I think that there could be a cool mechanic in a Daredevil game where um, awesome. you you uh, hit bad guys. There'll be like a um, an option to hit them with a ricocheting uh, billy club. That you would have cool. to plan out the ricochet.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: that could be real cool. Um, <laughs> I- but yeah, I think that Savage Dragon <laughs> bit
0: was pretty cool. Oh, was Savage there. Dragon would be cool. Have that? Has there it's ever been, been a? Aquaman or Submariner game? <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> no. Echo, Echo the Dolphin? I played that. Yeah, that might be kind of cool, like underwater action. I don't know. I don't
2: Aquaman know. might have been in the DC Universe oh, online no. game, but I don't know. I didn't. Play I would
1: mind like a good Green Green Um
0: when? Lantern. No. Why not? Because you're seeing like making all crazy things with your ring, right? Yeah, yeah. To be man. fair,
1: there was a game. I forget and, what it was and called. And you've got you could be down on you could be down uh, in the city, mm-hmm. stopping crime and stuff. Or you could go all the down way up in space, into space, so man. Cosmic
0: too. Yeah.
1: I've, so far, I think we've only seen um, what are they called? Uh, open roaming,
2: open world. Yeah.
1: Not sandbox. Sandbox. No, just like open world games. Yeah, um, where you can go uh, anywhere you want, but you've never been able to go up into space from that.
2: There's somewhere you can fly. Yeah. I'm playing Shadow of War right now, and I haven't gotten the ability yet, but you can, like, mm-hmm. summon dragons and fly around, which is cool.
0: Plastic Man would be cool in a video game. Mm, maybe. Because that would be just be a fun video game. Like, yeah. Plastic Man, Plastic, a Plastic Man video game would be fun because he could just turn into other video game characters, and it'd be, mm-hmm. like, a little knockoff. Of, that'd be
1: cute. Yeah,
0: like the Wego game.
1: That'd be real cute. You, oh man, they could change the style up. Yeah. Like one of them could be like a um like a side-scrolling platformer. Yeah. Another like one could be an like open a world, Pac-Man John. Or
0: then he turns into. Like oh, a, a, a pac
1: Luigi. Yo, get on this. Yeah. I want a Plastic Man, <laughs> man <laughs> game, where he's just like a, he's red and yellow Pac-Man. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> yo, that's killer. That would be buckets of fun if done right.
0: That's the point. It's got to be done right. I want a Scott Pilgrim game. Just oh, man, you her. had one. That would be uh, fun. It
1: was, you downloaded it from uh, Xbox Live. Mm. Uh, that was a great. It was a eight, 16-bit platformer. It was awesome. I and remember was,
0: seeing people play that. Yeah. Dude,
1: it was killer. And the soundtrack by it was uh, Anamonaguchi or something like that.
0: Oh, it was like that, that 8-bit that, that um, yeah. band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was killer. It was real
1: good. I had a lot of fun with that game. It was a little bit like uh, Double Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but that was, I mean... It wasn't that underground, but you definitely had to know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun. So, yeah, good question. Good question there, Brandon. Brandon. And Thank this is you. why you didn't have your own feature.
1: The newly shorn. Needs a better name. Brandon Askus? Yeah. No, that's perfect. <laughs> it's not. It took you like three years to come up with a triple designation. No, I did No. When
2: put me on the spot? Honestly, I'm still thinking about tra- trying to change that, too. I'm a very indecisive person, guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sounds like you're having trouble deciding about a girl. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And your and your best friend. Yeah. You're a mess.
0: You're a whole it's mess. So true. Huh. But at least you're clean.
1: If you guys have uh, relationship questions or or sex questions or uh, here's a sex any question. kinds of questions, here's a sex question. Can for you can email us. Brandon. Brandon. Brandon.
0: Gonna ask you can no,
1: I'm too young.
0: Right? I don't know. You tell me. You guys do always treat you me watch secure, don't You watch Insecure? do you, JD? Twelve. But, but you haven't seen the no, second I've season. I've only
1: seen uh, like two episodes.
0: Oh, oh man. That's another
1: one. Like Atlanta, mm. man. It's, I'm behind on all Cloak the things. Dagger. dagger. That's I'm really good. good. On that. Well,
0: yeah. it's yeah, pretty good. Insecure in, Al- in Atlanta are better than. Cloak and Dagger. You have haven't you seen, seen Cloak Dagger? and Dagger? I have I have so. Oh, yeah? How hmm. much? I've seen two episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's enough.
2: You get it. I if you're, not, if you're not
0: in a, after two episodes.
2: I'm not saying it's bad. bad. They didn't get their powers in two episodes. But that's I'm not saying point. that
0: it's bad. I'm just saying that Atlanta and Insecure are better. I mean,
2: I haven't seen Insecure. Atlanta is better. I'm just saying you haven't given it enough of a chance to say that yet. I have. You need six hours. I've episodes. seen.
0: Please. You
1: need six hours. Here's of what your we life. need to talk
2: about. Guys, All right. email in. Tell Len and JD why they need to watch Doctor Who. I've been trying for the past like, watch six Who. months. It's coming I mean, out it in October. It's the new Doctor. Tell them gonna why they got to watch the old stuff, too. Nah. It's so uh, good. No, we
0: don't. I'm gonna watch that. Why? I'm
1: going to watch the new stuff. Yeah. Fuck mm. that. <laughs> At this point, it's just I'm just uh, I'm never going to do it because you want me to watch exactly. it so much. I know. <laughs> And I hate it.
2: (laughs) It's so good. And you would like it's not like sometimes I recommend things that I don't think you would like. It's just I want to talk about them. But I genuinely think you guys would like this show.
0: Uh, It's upsetting. Do you not have friends to talk about these things?
2: No. What do your friends do? I don't know. Normal people think. Some of them used to watch Doctor Who and then they stopped watching it. So now I can't. What are you saying? What do you mean normal people think? Look, it's hot in here. I don't know. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Guys, I want to watch Eighth Grade. That wasn't for you guys. I'm telling I the audience. I thought we're going
0: to the movies this weekend
2: to see Eighth Grade. Ooh, I take might. take girl? I don't What's know. Name, That's the point. That's why I messaged her so that we can go to the movies. But she doesn't you know that I Hannah? want to see Eighth Grade. I just told what her I want to see think? the movie.
0: What does she think you want to see?
2: We're just going to go to a movie.
0: She has. She has no idea. Her well, princesses. wait a minute. Let me ask you, Brandon. Have see, you seen Sorry to Bother You? No. Have you seen The Black Klansman? No. Okay. Have you seen The Meg?
2: No, but now think about me as a person. Okay. <laughs> think about, do those movies sound more like me, or does 8th Grade sound more like me?
0: Well, 8th Grade sounds more Touché. like you. <laughs> but The Meg, so the Meg, uh, I think you would enjoy. It. And I think The Meg is maybe potentially a better date film. Yeah, okay, but it's not that watch it that. doesn't necessarily mean I'm trying he to date. Like spooky stuff.
2: It's not spooky. <laughs> why well, I know, but... I don't care. No. Okay, I never actually talked about my reasoning for that. The reason I don't like scary things well, is because whenever... I watch them for child? the next few like weeks. I start like dreaming about them. Getting like empathetic and I start feeling like the characters feel. Oh yeah. So I get real nervous and stuff. Yeah, so so like, I don't want to watch like but if I'm never near an ocean then the Meg's not gonna bother me at all. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's be fine. I mean
0: there's there's a couple of scenes that happen in the bathtub, but other than that it's fine.
2: I don't have I you mean I do a, the a toilet bathtub, but who cares. The, the, the toilet, toilet scene was rough. You don't know. I have maybe a toilet, we gotta see <laughs> I have another friend who oh, I see man. most other oh, movies with. <laughs> Maybe I'll hang it. out with him. Oh, I kind of want to see Mission Impossible. Oh, I heard that's real good. Go see Mission Impossible. I want to see Mission Impossible. That's a good Here's movie. Here's the thing: I want to see Mission. Mich- I want to hang out with my other friend too, and he's easier to hang out with. So I want to see Mission Impossible with him. I would see Eighth Grade with him, but we don't like we're not friends like in that way. Like we don't see like serious stuff together. Oh yeah. So that's why I'm trying to hang out with this girl so that I can go to Eighth Grade with her. She's not even important in this discussion. I just want to see Eighth Grade, and I need someone to go with.
1: How?
0: Oh. Why don't you just
2: go to the movie? I don't want to see Eighth Grade by myself. Why? Because it's far away. I think. I well, don't suppose remember. she doesn't
0: want to see it. That's, what yeah. are you going that's, to that's do? not going to be a thing. What if she's like, oh, nah. you just no? You just go to kidnap her. No. Once
2: I say, "Why don't we go see this movie?" she'll be like, "I've never heard of it, but okay."
0: Oh. Oh, you just got it like that. No, I just. Right. That's said, how like, she once is. Once I say we're going to see eighth grade, she's a very like
2: she's that's amenable. Say, rap. <laughs> that's a wrap. She's an amenable person. Like she goes with the flow a lot.
1: Mm. I think Hannah she should come be on the show. Yeah, I think we need Hannah. I've thought the about bringing
2: her in here actually, but now I don't know if I can.
1: Oh, of course, that's, Why a, not? that's a good point. I'm not gonna say. Is she anything. on Instagram? Probably. Oh yeah, let's look yeah. up her Instagram.
0: Are you on Instagram? Mm-hmm. But I don't. I haven't posted since freshman year. But what are you on Instagram as? That's a good question. Let's Brandon asked
2: us. It's um, <laughs> my thing's private, so it won't really do anything. It's private? yeah.
0: What guy is private? Everyone. No.
2: My friend, Women, who I'm no longer talking I, to. I don't know any guy. He had like private. last time I talked to him, he had like nine thousand followers. So like, I just was doing what he did. How many followers do you have? At least thirty. Thirty.
0: <laughs> is Hannah? Does Hannah follow you?
2: No, because as I said, we don't talk anymore. But when I say now? that I text Hannah, I don't text Hannah. I Facebook Messenger because we don't have each other's numbers anymore. That's oh. like where we are.
1: And how long have you been messaging?
2: Uh, oh yeah, you weren't in this part of the conversation. I haven't talked to her since. This is my second time talking to her in like three months. Uh huh. But the one time before that was my freshman year of college. Oh,
1: so it's pretty new.
2: I guess. Also old though.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but it's
0: reuniting. It's rekindling.
2: It's name brand, name dot brand underscore. Name dot brand. Yeah. I couldn't get name brand. That's pretty cute, actually. It mm-hmm. is cute. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, like Look good at pun. You being creative. My Twitter is brand new Lee, because my middle name is Lee, huh. and it's like brand new me.
1: Sort of. Yeah. That's a stretch, but it's, I, I like I like uh, <laughs> brand. Everyone brand. in
2: high school really liked it when I made it. Well, that's cool.
1: So anyway. I don't know if you remember Len, but this is a this is a pop culture podcast. <laughs> I'm pop
2: culture. I'm the most popular culture you know. you'll ever see. Oh. The heat might
0: be getting to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's real warm. Either that, or they went a little bit high and tighter than they needed to on the haircut. Possible. Oh, but with that being said, it's time for us to bid adieu. I really adieu. wonder
2: what's going to be cut and what's not going to be cut. I'm super excited to listen to this. one. Yeah, there you go.
1: Let me know because I never listen to him he never once listens. i once i put the mic down i'm done it's done i can't even be bothered to post oh, you them, missed apparently. that part where when we're so in that behind. part
2: where you said that real bad thing
1: i said a bad thing no oh <laughs> anyway cool i'm so sorry you guys for the last <laughs> 20 minutes of <laughs> the this show i don't know minutes. what the hell <laughs> we lost the reins on this one guys email in if you think
2: brandon should get his own podcast I would do it, but I don't have to. So, oh, it. that's hold another, girl, a, was a, another girl you wish for. There's another girl I was going to try and start Shush. a podcast with, but Shush. she moved.
1: He's still talking. <laughs> have you have you seen the movie uh, Wet Hot American Summer? Yes. Do you remember <laughs> how there's like the narrator, the beekeeper, and he's he's doing the radio yeah. show the whole time and then you find at the end that like it's never been plugged in? <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Anyway, Brandon, what were you going to say?
2: I said I want to start a podcast, but I have no friends to do it with. There was a girl I was going to start a podcast with, but then that was a different problem. Oh. And now she moved to New York, so I can't talk to her. So I mean, I guess I can. So you've got friends could.
0: moving to New York. You're breaking up with your best friends. You've got ex-girlfriends that it's you don't even. It's a very know. stressful time Wait, in why Brandon's don't you just, life. you
1: if you want to do a podcast with the lady? Why don't you just do the Skype? That's what we I don't do first. To talk one. to me
0: anymore, if I'm being
2: honest. Oh. <laughs> but wow. I like to say, oh, my friend just it. moved to New York.
1: Why did? You, what did you do to her?
2: Nothing.
0: You hurt her feelings. Very calm. Mm. It's always very this complicated is, with you. Thanks Brandon. for
2: joining us, henchmen and goons, <laughs> goons, <laughs> sidekicks, henchmen, geeks, and goons. This has been Brandon asks us, formerly known as Gutter Talk. Good night.
1: <laughs> he's getting real sassy, isn't he? Though you can you can email us at. Uh,
2: oh, and join JD's Patreon.
1: Oh yeah, it's at uh, oh, Patreon. Now he's, back on his now, now he's my best friend. <laughs> Patreon My slash. Nobody, Brandon. Johnny Destructo. <laughs> uh, you can email us at blacktribbles at gmail.com.
0: Or ColpopGo at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, that's it. All right. All right. Sorry, guys.
0: Doot de <laughs>